Welcome to the Remote Players Nerdcast, a podcast where two friends discuss the games they're playing and potential bad gaming decisions that along the way made along the way. Although for both of us, it's kind of a guarantee. I'm your host Ben, and this is my co-host Phoenix. Phoenix, how's it going? Good man. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. You know, now that we've uh, stumbled through yet another week of trying to record this thing, uh, right. and a lot, and stumbled through the first week where we found out that someone had a very similar name to the one that we had picked out two and a half years ago. <laughs> Right. And so you may like, have noticed. And their podcast was like the same exact thing. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and for, you know, for a brief moment in time, my laziness was like, ah, let's just keep it. People can just try to find us anyways. But Phoenix was the voice of reason with some people that said, you know, we probably should change the name, which led to uh, us pitching about 200 text messages back and forth with every name or keyword we could come up with and phoenix had a venn diagram of everything drawn up Shit. Uh, and, then, and then we were like checked to see if it was already a podcast and it usually was it was like what the heck everything was everything was a podcast so <laughs> we have settled on remote players nerdcast partially because uh, we both have used remote play on Vita, but also because we are in vastly different states and vastly different parts of the country. Right. So, <laughs> um, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, we're going to get into the games we're playing, and I think Phoenix is going to lead that off with quite a big one. Yeah, so uh, playing the game that everyone's probably hyped about or not hyped about now, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, yeah, it's probably gonna be controversial, dude. It's gonna be <laughs> one of those games that uh goes down, and like, I don't know, man, like, either people are gonna love it, like, I guess I do, or there's gonna be people that hate it for reasons that I totally agree with as well. Um, I'm not one of those people that are gonna be like trying to like keep it going, even though I know it's got some big flaws, you know. So, uh, well, and I think. You know, the, the the big thing is like you're you're open to the fact that like the game is in fact not infallible. So, yeah, you know, um, and I, I'm gonna let you do your talking points. Phoenix has played the game. I haven't. Uh, anybody that's kind of following along probably knows that uh, Stadia is definitely the most stable, refined version. PS4 has pretty much. I mean, Phoenix sent me a link. I looked into it further. They are, in fact, giving refunds if you just push a little bit, which is not a Sony thing to do at all. Yeah, um, totally not. And uh, you know, I've kind of read articles that are basically saying like the base PS4 version is nearly unplayable. Like, not that you can't, and not that there isn't a game to be played. But I don't know if you've seen the videos. But like, man the weird shit happening in that game on PS4 is so bad. Um, You know, and and like, it's also like there, you know, it's crashing on people and they're losing their game saves and everything, but you played it on stadia. So like, what's your experience so far? So I think I probably talked about this in the first podcast. Like I was, I was going to just do it anyway so I could just take Stadia seriously one time, you know? Not that I don't take it seriously, but, you know, I just wanted, like, an actual big game to play on it that would make me play it. Uh, I guess we ended up being lucky that we got it on Stadia. Um, but, you know, like I said before, Stadia is stable as long as your internet is amazing or great, at least. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, I don't see any of the loading issues you know how like there was like loading issues like uh like the city's loading as you're driving or whatever you know 
Yeah. I don't notice that. Um, I don't notice anything beyond, like, for performance-wise. Now, like, the game has clear glitches, and you do notice that on Stadia. You can't hide that, you know. But, um, uh, you know, the game as far as just running, and I don't notice any lag, any frame rate issues, like, that that sense of it on Stadia. But the stuff on PS4, like, if I got it on PS4, dude, I would have been heartbroken because I was looking forward to this game for years. And looking at that stuff on PS4, I'm like, I would have been pissed to have waited Whoops. this long. <laughs> yeah, me too. And, you know, with, with the delays and everything and then, like, leading up to the 10th where everybody was kind of, like, hype and, like, I was I was mostly in on it. Uh, and, you know, like we can close on a topic that has to do with like future versus past because that's kind of a thing for us. But, uh, you know, like I was going to get it, but I wasn't I don't have like the Stadia ability yet. I might at some point or should be, have it at some point. But uh, but I was going to get it on PS4 and I was really I mean, you and I were texting like, you know, reviewers didn't have a code. Why? Yeah. And like, and I, you know, and you were, you were kind of like, I think trying to give them the benefit of a doubt. And I was kind of saying like, I wonder if there's too much shit that that would be negative. Right. And like reading the PS4 stuff, there's no way that they didn't give that code intentionally. Like, you know, what they were putting out there, probably thinking like, we'll try to patch it. We'll try to patch it. We'll try to get something out there. But like, you know, characters just sort of kind of like disappearing into the floor or like, that giant weird robot thing that walks into an elevator and just completely ignores the person that's walking by it, that it's supposed to be talking to. Like there's a lot of stuff that real right. hardcore gamers, they're not going to go for. Right. Like, like I was saying, I didn't, I didn't touch on it very much, but it has clear glitches that, like I said, it's not the game running on a certain console or platform. You know, it's just like, there's some big glitches. Like I, I, th- I don't know if I told you, but there was this one time, I'm not going to go long and deaf to it, but it was like I got stuck inside of a nightclub that I don't know if it was supposed to be a side mission or some point, but like I was trying to like get somebody that was a side quest or whatever. Here we go again. <laughs> and um, anyway, like the person, I got the person for like the police or whatever, but like people around like the crowds are just normal NPCs. They one of them ran in a club like I couldn't get access to. I went into the club like, okay, what's in here? No items. Or, you know, it was some items, but it wasn't like anything crazy. So I was trying to leave and I couldn't leave. I was stuck in the club. I had to like shoot bullets and then people ran out the club and then that's when the door opened. And, <laughs> and you couldn't hack the door either. Like some doors are like you can hack them, but some doors are like hard locked and you can't hack. So I just... Uh, there's stuff like that. Like, I think I, I don't know if I told you, but like, Enter the Matrix, do you remember that game when it came yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember how, like, I was, I think I told you, like, it was amazing, but like, it had horrible glitches. <laughs> and that, yeah, game, we had, like, we had no hope of getting a patch with that game. That was just like, this is it. <laughs> I was, uh, I was in the car with my girlfriend earlier. Hi, Diane. Thanks for listening. And, uh, <laughs> And uh, I was saying, like, you know, I was explaining Cyberpunk and, like, the PS4 experience. And uh, and I was saying, like, you know, the, the big thing is at least they can patch it. Because back when we were, like, teenagers, you got a disc. And if there was a glitch, that was it. Like, there was right. a glitch, you know. So, 
Uh, I mean, my big thing is I, I texted you and I kind of just wonder like if Sony's like quietly, like not openly giving refunds and people are putting it out there and they're getting refunds on the digital copies, like, is this another anthem? Like, is there going to be a fan base, but it just like, it, you know, I don't want this game to fail, but I don't see how they rebound unless they fix it quick. Right. I do. I, I, um, I think we were talking about earlier, earlier, kind of like what we were going to talk about. And I think, I think this is going to be like a no man's sky kind of situation, dude, where yeah, I know man's sky looked like it was on my shit. Like I love space. I think you like, you love space shit too, right? Yeah, definitely. And, yeah. So I saw that. I was like, Oh, this is my game. And then when it came out, people were trashing it. And I was like, maybe not. And I still haven't got that game. I want it. I was, I was one of them. I got it. I got it when it launched. And, yes. uh, and I played it and I was like, you know, so like, you know, since we're doing a nerd cast thing, like we're going to get into books occasionally. And like, I'm a big book dude. I run a bookstore and I read a lot of sci-fi. And so like all the sci-fi I read, I was like, no man's sky. That's exactly what I've been waiting for. And then I got it. And I was like, this is not exactly what I've been waiting for. And I've heard right. like, definitely heard same way that you have, like it's improved. It's got multiplayer. It's great. You still haven't grabbed it, never played it. I played it, and I won't grab it again. So, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't – I'm interested to see because you and I texted about this too. Like, video game fans are fickle. You and I can be fickle about stuff. Like, if something turns right. me off in the first, like, hour or two of a game, like, sometimes I'm out, even if I paid too much money for it. Yeah, same. But, but like – I'm just curious, like with the holidays coming up, you don't know what the sales look like. They're going to be good because a lot of people are getting it for Christmas probably. But like in the new year, in the first like week or two of January, like is there still hype? You know, because like Outer Worlds came out. There was hype a month later, you know, and that game, that game was everything I wanted from a sci-fi game. Like there wasn't any space exploration. Everything you did in Outer Worlds on a a ship was basically just like for travel purposes. But still, it scratched that itch. And I'm just kind of like... What is what is cyberpunk going to look like in six weeks? Is it still going to be a thing? Because the hype around it was like out of this world. Right. I know. I, I do wonder, man, I do wonder if they can. Dude, I, I think everything, all your resources right now, like would have to be working on the console patches or fixes. Yeah. But the, the way that those look, and this, the overall glitches in general, I don't know how you would fix that. Because I was, as far as quickly, because I was looking at stuff um, like crowd size. Just the crowd size on the streets compared to Stadia and PC. And then crowd size on PS4 was like way lower. And it does kind of take away the the like feel of the world, like being uh, alive or whatever. When you have like five people walking around in a world that's supposed to be like, you know, you would imagine hundreds if it's a big city that's popular in the future. Right. And I I just don't know how you fix that quickly. I know you probably can, but like it probably would take time. And I don't know, dude, like it, it might be one of those No Man's Sky situations where it kind of dies for a while. People kind of give up on it. And like and it goes on sale for like $10 in stores. You know how that was, you know, for a yeah. while. And now No Man's Sky is like, full price again or some shit it's like what the hell i'm you know yeah exactly i'm kind of of the mindset that like i trust what you're saying about the stadia build so i guess to the people listening this that are considering it stadia is the way to go uh i mean i have a you know 
right now, if I was going to do Stadia, I would pretty much be looking at my phone until like my free package that never came comes. Um, but I can't imagine buying a console version of it. And with Stadia being such a niche market yet, it's just still like, how do you, how do you survive the initial onslaught when PS4 and Xbox are like not unplayable, but not recommended? Right. So, uh, and here's another like niche thing about Stadia is that I like, I'm hardcore. I love the platform, but I am totally not going to like fuck with people and lie to them. And so you really need that controller i would say um there's no way you can play unless you're sitting on your computer and your computer is hard lined in um and you're plugging like your controller into the computer it might it'll be good then but if you're trying to play like on your tv you're not going to be able to use your controller wirelessly if it's like a third party you know right so that is another thing like you might people might run to stadia and play it there but you have to remember that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just, I it's I, all bad. You know, it's all, I mean, right. my, per, my personal prediction is like, let's say, you know, episode four or five of, of our podcast. Like I'm going to guess by then the hype has died down and, and it kind of like has its little fan base. But I mean, to me, the launch has been a mess. And when the hype has been that big for that long and you've delayed it two or three times, you have to deliver on launch day. Like you just, you don't have that option to not launch, you know, to not have the best possible launch. So I don't know. I mean, you know, I guess they're lucky that between like now and Christmas there, I don't think there's really many major games coming out. Right. Um, So they've got some time, but I don't know, dude. I, I think uh, I think it's kind of a a, a, a foreshadowing of the next couple of weeks that it's going to be real rough for them to, to come back from that. Right. And, you know, uh, my thing, too, um, there's two things that I want to bring up with this real quick, like marketing. I don't think I've seen a lot of ads for it before this. You saw like ads everywhere. Right. I don't know if that was just me or not. But yeah, well, and yeah, big time, big time ads. And do you think, like, I'll ask you this, like, between the fact that there haven't been a lot of ads and Stadia was giving away a free Chromecast controller, do you think they knew, like, really, like, started to downplay it and tried to sell it on, like, getting some free? I mean, like, it's unusual to give away a controller and everything to get it on one platform and then not have commercials everywhere or ads everywhere. Like, yeah, I think- it almost felt like it was going to be a bad launch. Right. So I think I think Stadia got super lucky, to be honest, dude. And the fact that they were offering that... Like, I have a friend, two friends that did it yesterday because they wanted to play the game. And my third controller, like, the free one, comes tomorrow, apparently. So it's... Like, they're shipping those things out fast. So it's still live if people are trying to get it. I don't know when it's going to go up, but, like, anyway. I think Stadia got super lucky with that whole thing um but uh th- that's the thing i was going to say like it's weird that the marketing like pretty much shut down because they don't want they're not going to want like the press of like hey our game is out but it's also shitty you know no nobody wants that so i don't know i think that this is the type of thing where like next episode we're gonna have to touch on again like what your experience with the game is like whether it's been patched on other systems you know uh i mean it's it's too big of a release not to kind of be hitting semi-regularly for the time being right 
Uh, one other thing, real quick. Driving in the game is horrendous. <laughs> I like a thing about me. I'm a, I'm a nerd, but I I love cars, and I don't really talk about it often. But like, if there's anything car related in a game, I'm usually like that's my like one of my main things to go for. And I love that about GTA. Like, I don't really like GTA, but I love the car and like being able to customize it and like go around the whole city and just like lurk with the car. And in this game. I was looking forward to that because I love like the neon lights and the whole futuristic world. And then it's like the cars are horrible, dude. Um, you get you get better at driving because you're just getting used to like driving with shitty stuff. But it still doesn't feel like you're in a. I don't know how to describe it. It feels like you're. It feels like you're driving like a truck that has like no like ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like very, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. a car that's like really light in the back. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. You hit, like, yeah, if you're on ice or something like that, like you're like your just swinging like, around and drifting and fishtailing. Right, and it's it doesn't feel right. I don't know. It's to me though. This is the thing I'll end on. We've we've had all those delays, and all the polishing delays and like we kept giving them all that stuff which is whatever i get it they're maybe a small company like a lot of less maybe they don't have a lot of people or whatever but um dude i just i'm really kind of like concerned like that is kind of crappy to do to people when you like just delay it again then but yeah that's how i feel too but then it's it's just kind of weird to keep saying that you know like I don't know when the last time that big delay was, but it was a long time. And they said that they were like fine tuning them. If, if this is the fine tune, then what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah, no kidding. What was, what was it like back then? I would think <laughs> that this was the, if I was like predicting, I would say that this was the state of it back when they delayed back then. And they were like, and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that would have been the part would have been like, oh, we got a delay. Yeah. And then fix it. But, if it's only running great on Stadia and not even like a lot of PC people are running the great, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think I'll be interested to see not, you know, not even till next episode, but like, since you and I speak so frequently or text so frequently, like what, how you're feeling about it. Cause so far, like you've been like steadfast, like nine out of 10, you know, could be 10 out of 10 with the update. So you know, it have to be on it for me at this point. It would have to be on like deep discount if I'm going to grab it because I, you know, I might still try the Stadia thing seriously at some point. But right now, like, I'm so invested on my Switch and like right. focusing on like when am I going to get a PS5 because they're impossible. Uh, but like, I'm so hard on Switch uh, that right now I'm not too concerned about it. Right. Yeah, I totally get that. I mean, it's not worth going into Stadia unless you're just really dying to for whatever reason get into the platform <laughs> yeah for sure all right well, i guess we can move on from cyberpunk uh i guess well i guess i'll end with regardless of all that stuff and the craziness i still love the game like with all my heart probably because i'm spoiled and playing it on the best way to play it i guess but i think it's like everything i wanted but uh, we'll talk about that later <laughs> Um, my second game, I guess, is uh, Valhalla or whatever the heck they type it as. <laughs> yeah, I, I never really knew exactly how to Valhalla. Yeah, I think it's Valhalla, but it's got a bunch of like, uh, like, like number ones, I think. Two number yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's like a um, 
I played it on my Vita. Uh, it was a, a visual novel. It's, it's, uh, man, I heard so many people talk about this game. I know you liked it a lot. I um, did. I just, I kept in like a, a cyberpunk, you know, so I was in on it already. And I just didn't, like, I kept waiting for, like, I guess a moment to pop off in the game that made me, like, be like, yes, this is, this is the cool story now. And it never hit that. I kind of, I don't know. I kind of just thought there would be a moment where something hit. And I don't know. It didn't work for me, dude. Um, I for, I pretty much forced myself to fix it. Like, I or finish it. I didn't, I didn't just, uh, I don't know. It felt like I, the last three hours I was just, like, pressing X and forcing myself to get through it. Well, and, I, and I played it, too, like, a couple of years ago. And, and to be fair... And this might have because I really like that game and, and I don't really do visual novels too much. And you're basically just in that game, like making people's drinks and like mixing them together, getting the right ingredients or ingredients and talking to people. Right. And, uh, you know, like I did, I played it a lot when I was at work. And so like that also could have changed like my experience because it was a good way to kill time in between customers and stuff like that. That's true. Um, and you were more like focusing on it as like, a main game for There's a week. A game. Yeah. So I don't know if I focused it on my main, if I would have still like loved it. Cause I, you, I think you were like, you told me you were at like four out of 10 stars and I probably would have been more like seven, seven and a half. Right. Um, but I think that could have been a big difference though, is like, I wasn't focusing on it. It was just sort of like my, my time killer when I was on the clock. Right. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. Like nothing against people that love it. It's just, it just wasn't hitting me. I, I guess I was, I've played visual novels before. I'm not a crazy big fan of them, but I always kind of thought of them as they get you in the groove of like, they lull you to sleep kind of. And then like something pops off where it's like, whoa, I didn't expect that. And that's when the story really kind of hooks you, you know? Yeah. Um, and it never reached that here. Um, but I did love the scenery and like everything that they were setting up with the cyberpunk world. Like, I would love to play more visual novels set in that world. I know there's a few, um, but I'm also just not crazy about sitting there pressing X all the time for conversation. Like, nah, I don't know. Or I think if you, I think if a visual novel wants to be really good, like even if it's just a normal story, it needs to have like a killer voice acting crew or something like that. Like that would really make me, I guess, more interested, but, um, you have anything more to say about that? I don't know if I have any <laughs> anything. No, nah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't really, you know, like visual novels definitely aren't my thing normally because I, I read so many books to begin with. So I can definitely appreciate where you and you have to like if you decide to pr- play the game or you have, like it's it's like critically acclaimed and people really like it. But I think like those people are just sort of like, I think as gamers, like generally we're looking for more or for things to like pick up. And this game definitely doesn't like it follows a linear storyline and then it, you know, like it comes to a conclusion. So, right. Like that's pretty much what you're there for. So it really is kind of like, you don't even really get the climax of like a good sci-fi book necessarily. So, um, you know, like I, I, I probably would lean towards recommending it to people that are big readers that don't mind that there's not going to be a lot going on and it's not challenging at all. Right. Um, but otherwise, I think it's skippable. So, and there's there's multiple endings. I know some people love that. I don't. If I if I see the multiple endings, usually I avoid it because I'm like, great, I'm gonna get the bad ending, 
and that's what I'm gonna get and live with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the, the pessimist. <laughs> right. Usually the good engine is like an extra five or ten hours, and I'm like, nah, I'm not willing to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, I I think it's overall I think it's skippable unless you really like visual novels. Right. I agree. All right. So my third game game is uh, <laughs> our. For some reason, I got really into mobile games that were like card, uh, kind of like dungeon crawler card based games that have like D and D vibes. Uh, and I, I really think that comes from like the pandemic. You know, I used to do D and D with friends all the time, and we haven't done that lately. We tried to do it through Zoom; it didn't work. Um, so I've been missing that kind of like tabletop experience. And I'm just going to throw off throw some of the games off uh crummit's tale meteor fall um card thief and knights of the card table um they're all kind of the same vibe um they're all kind of like a like i said like D D kind of vibe except for card thief card thief is more like a solitaire i guess they call it as but it's, i don't don't think of solitaire when you think of a game it's just kind of like a I don't know. It, it takes thought. It's not really easy to ex- describe what the game is. Um, but the other ones, they're very D&D like. Uh, I don't know, dude. And it's just like it's, they're games that like require attention, but you can just play them while you're like, you know, while the wife or a girlfriend or whoever is watching a show and you're just kind of like, I don't know, looking for something to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and to be fair, like in the, you know, however long, almost five years that we've known each other, like I have spent the first, uh, you know, four and uh, four years and a handful of months of that being like Phoenix mobile gaming, you should do mobile gaming. Like I love games on yeah. my phone and Phoenix has always been like, my phone is for photographs and texting. Right. And, <laughs> and like, uh, I don't remember what game it was. Like it might've been, was it um, Dragalia Lost? Yeah. Dragalia was like the first one that kind of got me you know and so like there's been some along the way and you know and and we'll get into like one that i've been playing that you couldn't get down with but like i think these card games i i I downloaded a few of them uh thank god they didn't the one that i download didn't cost money because at this point the influence that you and i have on each other's bank accounts is uh unfortunate at best um But, uh, and I agree, like, you know, the thing about these card games, and I think I can get into them given some time, is, like, they're a good time killer, and they're a good, like, up, like, I got I got a couple minutes, like, you know, the girlfriend's, like, making food or whatever. Um, you know, like, they don't involve a lot, but they're very involved, if that makes sense. Right. And, and like, I, I, I got to stress, like, the D&D feel, like, a lot of them are, like, you know, dice rollers in between, like, you know, hey, here's a chance to hit. Let's roll your die. Oh, you got a critical. Here's two dice. Like, um, it's got a lot of cool, like, tabletop stuff that I just miss from D&D stuff that I can't do now. Um, so if anyone's interested in those, uh, like I said, Crumb's Tale, Meteor Fall, Card Thief, and Knights of the Card Table, like, check those out. I'm pretty sure they're both, they're on both Android or iOS. Yeah, they are, and like some of them, at least some of them are free. And I believe with Meteor Fall, if you have the uh, Google Play Game Pass, which I do, I think the first one is included in that Game Pass. You don't have to pay anything for it. Oh, that's cool. 
So yeah, the first one is uh, like a roguelike. So that's also like, <laughs> if you say card based roguelike, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm in. All in. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's all of my games, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, man, mobile games. We both got mobile games that in episode two, and we're touching on stuff that this time a year ago we wouldn't have touched on if we were recording. Um, so my, my first game and I just have really just have like, really, I just have two because I'll just touch on briefly. Like I'm still playing through age of calamity. I haven't beat it yet. It's kind of, I've kind of slowed down a little. I'm about like, I would say like 22 or 23 hours into it. And, uh, I'm going to beat it at some point, but I have hit like that, uh, roadblock where it's like, this is the same thing over and over again. Um, you know, and like, there's still like, like. I don't want to call them puzzles, but like, there's still like little things you have to figure out that are different each time, but it's not gripping me or grabbing me the the way that it was in the beginning. So that's just something my main game over like the last week, week and a half has been uh, Immortals Phoenix rising, which is the, uh, you know, like that, that was actually a big release too, but I don't think that many people grabbed it. I haven't seen anybody else playing it. Um, but it, it came across like, at least PS4, probably Xbox and Switch. I grabbed the Switch version, um, and it's this like this. Idiot too. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> uh, they uh, like I got uh, you know so it's like it's an Ubisoft game or or Ubisoft, however you say it, and uh, you know it's a it's their Montreal division, and uh, it's it's like you played the demo and you weren't into it because of the uh, the dialogue. Um, right. And like voice acting and like it's you know it's a it's a greek mythology it's loose greek mythology like you hear about all yeah. the gods because you're kind of going to take some of their powers and make your own person that's named phoenix uh much to your chagrin because it's spelled the wrong way and yeah. um <laughs> and you kind of like it's the, you know it's about a two-hour intro where it holds your hand and walks you through everything before you get to the title screen and then it kind of lets you loose a little bit um I have like been super into the dialogue. Like I think it's some of the best writing I've seen in a game in a while. That being said, uh, I also can see why people wouldn't like it. Cause a lot of the times the humor is very corny. Um, but you know, the, the big, the writing is great. Like I, I know that you weren't into it and I, and I can see why, but um, the world is pretty, you know, like you can kind of do, it obviously takes a lot of, um, inspiration from breath of the wild especially with like the way that the character climbs up walls and you can kind of upgrade the skills so that you can climb up walls for longer with stamina um it definitely has a lot of that it definitely has you know some some takes from things like assassin's creed um but i have been playing it i probably got it i got it like a week when it the launch day i probably put like 15 hours into it in the last week or so um I've slowed down a little because I've been not playing as much, but uh, like anything as much, but uh, I thought this game so far has been really good. And I thought the switch version, because I don't know, you know, if the PS4 version has gotten any criticism or anything like that, but the switch version is real stable. Um, They had a day one patch. I don't know if that fixed anything or, you know what it did, but um It's a pretty world if you're into like an open world game where you there's a lot of puzzles, which is generally not my thing. But in this game, they haven't been <laughs> terrible. Um, I would recommend it to people that are looking for like a simpler, easier open world game. I mean, it's not challenging particularly. Uh, right. Although I put on like the medium 
difficulty on a hard, hot, harder mode, some of the enemies would probably be a little bit more difficult. But um, overall, I've I've had a pretty positive experience with it. I mean, I don't think it's for everybody. And you know, like you obviously, like I think you were you were out pretty quickly, right? Yeah, I, I played like Stadia was really pushing the demo for that game. I think at the time it was maybe exclusive demo to Stadia for like a weekend or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember them just pushing it hard because I was so I was like, let me just try it. And um, so, like you were saying, the writing I could it's like I'm not daft enough to I could tell the writing was good. I just wasn't like vibing with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and. But like I, the game was cool from what it was. I just didn't. It's just like that's crazy. The writing was like a like the voice thing was a huge turnoff. But but also the game like like I think I was t- telling you like I didn't hate it. It just wasn't. It was a game I knew if I ever if I actually spent sixty on it, I probably wouldn't come close to finishing it. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a sixty dollar game. Like. And what I mean by that, just to be clear, is like it feels like it should have been one of those $40 releases. Um, right. You know, I mean, I still I don't regret it at 60 bucks. So that should say something about it. But I can see why, like, you know, 60 sounds a little steep. And I mean, the voice acting, I think the voice acting is good. Um, the yeah. it, it definitely goes well out of its way for a humor aspect. Right, and at right. some point, like even I can admit, like in the beginning, I was like, oh, that's charming. And, you know, like it's very inviting. But after a while, it's sort of like, OK, I get it. Everybody's snarky. Like, right. You know, so you don't you don't experience as much. And you you definitely have free reign to explore that world however you want. And it, it's real good about showing you where the quests and the side quests are, but not forcing you to go right to them. So it, it truly is open world, but just kind of like a little simpler. Um but I'm guessing, just based on your feelings, this is not something you'll be picking up at some point. No, um, I don't know. I don't like. I, I just, I just know I, I wouldn't put enough time in. It. I just yeah. wouldn't uh, want to waste waste the time to like you know put myself through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get <laughs> but, it. Um, but like you were saying though, I I saw a lot of people that day that it came out that were on the Switch version. I want to say at least six of my friends were like and i was kind of surprised as i was like i didn't it just didn't hit my radar that big i didn't really know people were into that game enough and yeah i think i saw like six people playing that game i was kind of surprised like, that's surprising playing. to me because i haven't seen anybody but I, I mean like i think some of it is like ubisoft carries its own reputation for better or for worse and right. you know and it was a big release <laughs> for that weekend so I mean, they had they had a one week, you know, jump on Cyberpunk, so I'm sure that that dropped off altogether. But I'm gonna I'm gonna play through it through the holidays, and uh, whenever we get around to episode two or no three, um, I'll, I'll have a, a deeper, you know, r- report or feelings on it. Um, right. And then yeah. uh, my last game is also a mobile game. I've been playing way too much of. Uh, <laughs> of uh, a game called Champions Legion, which is a, a MOBA. So it's a, what is that, uh, multiplayer online battle arena? Is that what that stands for? I've never known what it stands I, for, I, but I know what it is. I think that's what it is. I think it's multiplayer online battle arena. Uh, someone will correct me that listens to this that knows, or I will Google right. it real quickly. Multiplayer online battle arena. Nailed it. Um, 
So like, you know, this is League of Legends. That's basically where all the, the or like, you know, so that's the main one on PC. The main one for mobile is probably Vainglory, um, which was like, you know, they, they tried to co- kind of copy it. I've played through a dozen different MOBAs over the last like three or four years, probably. And my chief complaint is you drop into a MOBA and you're like overpowering everybody. And all of a sudden you hit this paywall where, you know, you're, you're super good. And you're like, wow, I'm, I'm the best player. I got 21 kills and didn't die. And then all of a sudden you're just like, wow, I died 17 times and never came close to killing anybody. What the fuck? Yeah. And, uh, you know, they want you to pay money to buy in-game currency to buy the good heroes. You're, you're playing with basic free ones. I did something that I never do with a MOBA and I spent $10 straight out of the gate on like a beginner's pack. Um, and right. that, that gave me a battle pass, like a premium battle pass. And it gave me a premium hero. And then I've managed to save up enough in-game currency just from the battle pass to buy two other premium heroes without paying any additional money. Um, I haven't hit the paywall. I have experienced matches where, uh, I have taken it hard up the ass with no lube. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, but, but in general, you know, when I first started playing, I would get like 20, 25 kills and not die. Now I'm probably more like eight or nine kills and five or six deaths. So like I'm a contributor, I've gotten MVP a couple times, um, but I'm not blowing anybody out of the water. I think the people that do in those games are definitely the ones that are dropping like 50 bucks and getting all the premium heroes. Um, You know, I I won't drop any more money in it. Uh, I will keep playing it. I mean, as long as I don't hit a wall where I feel like it's imbalanced because people are buying the premium heroes. I mean, you figure if a lot of people are buying premium heroes, they should be on both sides. So it still should be pretty even. Um, But... I think that these games are very niche. You have to be the right type of person that wants these matches take anywhere from like five minutes to like a half an hour. It really depends on like how it goes, because what you're doing is you're, there's like usually three lanes or it can be a single lane. And there's a bunch of like minions walking and you've got all these spires that you're defending and you're trying to attack the other person's or the other team's spires to get to their main home base to destroy that that's how you win the game so um i don't know i mean i think i think mobas are worth trying because they're not always particularly challenging but they can be pretty fun but i know you downloaded that one and another one and you were like out out yeah um man i tried uh i just i just can't the big thing for me right off was my characters were moving super slow Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, I'm used to being like Rogue Thief kind of character. And when my character is slow, I'm like, no, I can't. (laughs) Yeah, there's no you like when you first leave your your area, you kind of like have a speed run. And then like you can get speed boosters along the way. But uh, it's slow. That's for sure. I mean, the, the battles, once you're face to face with someone, they're not as slow because you have a bunch of special moves you can use. But to get to the other places or if you die and you have to respawn, which each time you die, your oh. respawn takes longer. Um, right. I mean, you can get to a point where if you die like five or six times, it takes you like 45 seconds to, before you're allowed to respawn. And I guess that's oh just to kind of like, you know, yeah, it's brutal. I mean, it's definitely brutal. It's also yeah. brutal if like you're on a very underpowered team because then 
you know, how are you supposed to come back from that? Everybody on your team is dying repeatedly. And you're uh, just sitting there looking at like, yeah, yeah. stuff yep. go away. And that's yeah. usually when I end up being like, okay, it's time to delete this. I mean, I probably, <laughs> I probably this week put, I'm going to say like a solid eight hours into this game over the span of like five or six days. And I didn't hit that wall yet. I've still been enjoying it. I have noticed in ranked matches, it's taking forever to find a match. Um, but overall, so far, I still think like Champions Legion's a pretty decent MOBA if you're going to play one. But, but again, you got to be the right type of person. You got to have the, the you know, I, I, I totally understand why people aren't into these if they're not. So, right. And that's, uh, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll say one thing that I, those mobile games, so all those card games that I was playing before, most of those were like you buy them and you're done. The other kind of mobile games, you know, where the gotcha, all that kind of stuff, that freaks me out so much that, man, it a lot of times, like, if, if I don't like them quickly, then I'm going to be like, all right, well, I'm not going to, like, for, force it because I know, like, at some point it's going to be like, a, hey, you're being screwed now. You should throw some money in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, there's too many of them that are like that. That's why, like, I go through phases where I'll just search the word MOBA and I'll be like, all right, this one has a four and a half star. And you read the reviews that are like, you can, you know, like, it's not, it's not a paywall or it's not a pay to win. I mean, they all are, but, yeah, you know, some of them are a little bit better than others. But, uh, you know, I mean, I definitely have other things that I kind of played here and there, but those are the main ones for me over the last week, week and a half since we last recorded two weeks, whatever it was. So I think that covers what we've been playing recently, and then we can kind of hit what uh, what we might be playing or the games uh, that we're interested in playing. And uh, I think uh, we can start it off with a pretty big one because we only have two or three, but uh, both of us have been uh, going for Disco Elysium. Yeah. Uh, dude, I would say mainly because, well, that's a huge switch for me because I didn't know it was on Mac. This whole time right. I thought it was on PC only. So I was just like, oh, I can't play it. Sorry. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like I saw like one like one of my Apple things was like hey have you heard of Disco Elysium and I was like what the hell it's been on this the whole time <laughs> yeah yeah I didn't I didn't know that either so I think a lot of times people will say PC meaning like a computer and not like the platform PC or Mac right yeah I, I agree I've well, seen it, it a didn't... few times on their site and they, they still don't really list Mac sometimes like it's just like PC it's like what yeah. One, it didn't it didn't help or, you know, it didn't hurt either that like it was on sale. So like, right. you know, it's regularly regularly a forty dollar game. And I think unless you you probably got the same I only paid twenty five bu- or twenty six bucks for it. So yeah, you know, like now is the time. I mean I got it I got mine on Steam, so it's loaded on my Microsoft Surface laptop and I'm I'm probably honestly as soon as we finish recording, I'm gonna get into it. But I don't think it's anything we want to touch on too much because neither one of you, I think you jumped in a little and your impressions were pretty good, but I figure next episode we should probably both have a solid impression of it. Right. I'll just say uh, for me, like art guy, um, dude, it's just from that beginning, like, I don't know, I, I played maybe 30 minutes just kind of going through like character stuff in the beginning. And anyway, the art style is super pretty. Um, and it's kind of what I was suspecting. I do think this game is better on a PC, like with the or PC or Mac or whatever you want to say, 
with the mouse, um, yeah. or like with the touch, like you're like you might have. Um, I I don't know how. I I guess you could work on the switch and stuff, but um, it just it just seems easier to be able to click stuff that you're that is that you want to investigate. I don't know how. Right. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so far it's it's great, and the music is great. Yeah, I haven't I haven't opened it yet, so I I think I downloaded it uh, four days ago, and every time I went to play it, it was it would be like two in the morning, and I was like, this is not the time, Ben. Like this is not the time to be starting a new game that's going to control your life. It's going to be one of those. Like I'm I'm trying to not get invested because it's it's gonna be good dude <laughs> i can already well and also like you've got the cyberpunk thing going on too like those are two major releases that probably are you know i mean i've read that like with um with cyberpunk like it's hundreds of hours worth of content because of how big the world is so yeah. so not to go back into cyberpunk but um the there's so many things to do and it's uh i don't i never played witcher 3 but like the side quests are really good, dude. Like I know people are gonna hate the game, whatever, right now, but the side quest stuff so far has been really good. Like it feels like I'm playing, like I I snapped out of it. Like I'm like, oh, this is not the main story. <laughs> like that's how, that's how. Like I feel like they invested time in the game. It's just the technical part of the game is like the like the thing that's glaring right now. Yeah, um, and it's a, that's going to be a hard thing for a lot of people to get past, you know. So, yeah, they fix it quick, but I'm skeptical at best. Right. I know, like, I totally get it, 100% get it. And if people say they don't want it, it's 100% validated. <laughs> so, but I guess next episode, we'll both be on Disco, uh, and you'll probably be on Cyberpunk. Um, and then the only other thing I really got on my agenda right now is last episode i was kind of like i'm playing pokemon alpha sapphire and i'm having a good time in that game and then in like true like ben and or phoenix fashion like i haven't touched that game since that last episode and like i'm still six seven eight hours in um i still you know uh, this week is going to be disco and pokemon and that's pretty much it like I'll, i'll hit that phoenix game or Immortals uh, Rising, whatever, um, nice. um, some also. And, like, you know, uh, a reminder to everybody, you you're, you included, like, uh, it's snowing in, Poke- or in Animal Crossing, and there are now snowballs on the ground. You can now make snowmen. There are now uh, snowflakes falling down to catch. And on the 15th, um, as part of the winter update, the some of the trees are going to become decorated and if you see a decorated tree you can shake it and ornaments will come out of it and you need those ornaments and diy recipes from packages floating in the sky to make make a christmas tree here's a complaint i have real briefly because we don't need to get deep into animal crossing (laughs) uh, is new leaf wild world you were able to go to like the nook shop and buy a christmas tree right and this game, there's none of that. The Nook Shop has toys that you can buy and you can wrap and gift to people on Toy Day. But in order to make things like a Christmas tree, you have to shoot down the DIY recipe for it 
or maybe you can talk to people and get them and then also have the correct tools in order to craft one. Um, not, not a big deal, but, uh, that's not what I wanted from it. I wanted to be able to go into the shop and be like, Oh, decorations, I'm going to buy them and throw them in my house. Right. Or, or, I mean, like there's freaking trees growing or it could have been like an Island that you just go to the Christmas Island. (laughs) I'd have been okay with that too. I've been okay with like cutting down my own tree or whatever. I don't like I don't like that they took something about the game that I have really enjoyed that they, was different with the DIY recipes and the crafting and made it so like all of the holiday items have to be done that way. Right. I haven't played it in like not steadily for a while. And did they update the crafting like to be faster or anything yet? Like now nah, that's I think that's just what it is. Like, you know, Dude. you just gotta do it the same way. And and you know, I you yeah, I agree with you, or like being able to craft multiple things in one one shot. Um, maybe, maybe in the future. I just think like with that, I think they have the mentality of like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're gonna, you know, I mean I, I do see from a certain perspective, like that game has gotten regular, really good updates. Yeah. Um, you know, so like my complaints about that game are next to nothing like i'm sitting here saying like i don't like how i have to get a christmas tree but i'll get one (laughs) you know so so, you know i want one in my house it's just like december 15th is when it becomes available i would have the tree in my house already if i could have bought it so yeah you know i just think it's a little delayed but uh i mean animal crossing is always the thing i actually last since last episode i went on like an 11 day streak where i was in every day um but that has since ended. Um, and then I think you still have one more game that you're eyeballing or, or going to be playing also, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. Uh, it's it's a game that's from the creator of the game that I called, uh, that I said earlier was Card Thief. Uh, same creator. Um, it's called Card Crawl, which is like a card-based dungeon crawler game. And if you're, uh, this is another like D and D shout out. Like if you're a fan of D and D, this game is super D and D inspired, but it's card based, um, and it has like a, you know, like you uh, like you're going through like essentially a dungeon. Like someone's laying out cards, and you're pretty much like picking up. Like all right, there's a potion, and there is a sword, and here's a shield. You pick those cards up. And then there's monster cards that you have to defeat, and you use that shield to like block, or use this shield to uh, attack, or you use a sword to attack. Anyway, you're pretty much playing with numbers, like keeping your health above. Um, but it's very like D and D inspired, and uh, like another like pretty much just another like shout out to like people that like D and D and want like a nice card game that gets them in that vibe. Uh, and the and the battles go really quick. It's been kind of hard to not just buy it. I think it's like four dollars, but I'm trying to not like throw myself all into card games like again. <laughs> and, and then like I'm like, this is dumb. I hate this. You know what I'm saying? I just I can't wait for about uh, I'm gonna say like Wednesday or Thursday where Phoenix is just like I got like eight card games that I'm playing right now, and they're great, but there's too many of them, and they were all three or four dollars, and my wife is gonna kill me. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty much like that already. Like, I, <laughs> dude, like I, the card games right now are. I think I went through like this binge of, like I've always I've always had like real dungeon based card games. Like uh, that one was like one deck dungeon, my favorite one so far. 
I've always had those, but then I've always been kind of like into like, I just want to be able to throw it on my phone and not have to worry about like shuffling and all that stuff, you know? Um, so yeah, this is definitely scratch that itch. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that pretty much covers, hopefully if we can stay on track for once, which is not going to happen, the things that we'll be playing over the next two weeks in addition to whatever we add in episode three, I think, um, I think disco will be one that we actually probably stick it, with. You know what? Like, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, it, when we record next, um, if disco has kind of like held both of our attention because I don't think that's the type of thing you're going to beat in, you know, two weeks, three weeks, whatever. So, uh, no. And just so, the little bit that I play, like, to quickly go back for a quick minute, uh, they have these things that are like hidden hidden like side quests or something like that and it's usually like because you don't get it you know usually it's like side quests you can go get this person or whatever yeah but in this game it's more like thought based where you're like i want to know more about that like i want to know where that thing is and like when you find the thing it'll be like you found the hidden sound side quest and so that's dangerous dude it's oh man yeah yeah it's good and dangerous So, so that'll probably be, I'm hoping, you know, with the holidays and everything, and I'm, we're supposed to get snow here this week that I'll be able to hit disco pretty hot. And I'm just going to try to keep it to like disco Pokemon, maybe that (laughs) next game in Animal Crossing. So we'll see, you know, I mean, there's no real rules when it comes to gaming. So two days later, cyberpunk. (laughs) Yeah. Right. All of a sudden I'm I'm on like stadia and my life is over. Uh, And then I think like, you know, we wanted to talk, we had like a talking point to kind of close things out. Um, And it's something you and I have been discussing for years, actually. Right. Uh, Differing, I wouldn't necessarily say, I mean, differing opinions, maybe, but I think it's more like we both come from a different place. Yeah. Um, That's kind of like this state of like, not state of gaming, but like preference of like the world that our games are in. Exactly, because um, like I very much still love the like old fashioned, like old time RPG where you're like in a village and you know there's no real technology and there's dragons and all that stuff. Like that still really appeals to me. And I mean, like you're what would you like? What are you more into at this point? Yeah, I would say I'm more um, either a modern day setting or like you know like cyberpunk, like just just out of reach future you know like kind of like you know coming soon future where you're kind of just like in my lifetime i want to imagine what that's like but it's uh-huh. it's not here yet you know um uh, or the future I, I like future stuff too like but um and not that's not to say that i don't like stuff that's like set in the old throwback rpg it's just i think i'm more like Whenever I like, I just want like to see the new, like, I want to see some new spin on like what we know of, uh, or what we, what we've seen a lot of, I guess, already. I don't even, I don't even, I don't even think that's unreasonable. I like future stuff. I like sci fi stuff. I think, like, you know, I mean, Outer Worlds is a great example that's been in the last year, and I played the shit out of that game, and then I double dipped and got it on Switch, and I'm going to play through it again. Right. Um, So it's, it's, it's not like, I don't like that stuff for whatever reason, when I get an RPG, like I'm still drawn to 
maybe it's because there's so much technology in the real world and I read so many books that have so much technology that like when I play a game, I just want to like leave all that behind. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm like the, the Octopath Traveler type thing or yeah. a lot of the, the, the uh, Chemco games like I know I don't I don't think you've played any Chemco, but like back at the beginning of COVID, I played like a game called Legend of Tetrarchs that is like real old fashioned and, and a lot of what Chemco does are old fashioned RPGs that, you know, take like 40, 50 hours to beat. There are a lot of dialogue, but there's not a lot of like future stuff. Right. Um, you know, I could go either way. I just think for me, I lean a little bit more towards like, and maybe it's also a comfort thing. Like it's what I'm familiar with and it's what I gravitate towards. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I want to play, I would be interested in a game that's like future, but still like turn-based RPG that's like set in the future. Like there don't seem to be too many of those. It's not a ton, or if they are, they're from like, SNES, like you know, like uh, I don't know, there's I can't think, you know, like Fantasy Stars kind of one. That's exactly what I was gonna say, yeah. right? And then I think I've never finished this game, but uh, Chrono Trigger, you know, it's kind of yep. like that. I do, I guess I will say, I, I love it when games are like they throw you off. You know, a lot of games do this where it's like you're in olden days, and like all of a sudden you find out what, like the future is like actually the past, and you're like, whoa, what happened, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I would be curious to see for the like the, uh, you know, 10 listeners that we're going to get or yeah. however many, <laughs> you know, that play RPGs specifically, like re- reach out to us on social media or, or you know, more than likely it's going to be a lot of personal friends text us or whatever. I'm, I'm genuinely curious to see like where people fall when it comes to RPGs or, or games in general, like you know, do you like the old fashioned stuff that's in an old setting or like is future better because that, that what I enjoy is like overplayed. Right. Like I, I would say when we say these games, I would say like older stuff would be like kind of like Elder Scrolls kind of vibe, you know, is that what you're yeah. thinking of? And yeah. newer stuff would be kind of like persona, I guess, like, you know, like it's set in modern era. I think there's, I think that's a great comparison. Like, you know, Elder Scrolls on one side, Persona on the other. Bearing in mind, just so everybody's clear, I love Persona. Right. So it's not like I'm being like Elder Scrolls or Die, you know, but yeah, exactly. I still really love those fantasy worlds. And maybe some of that comes from like reading fantasy novels, which is kind of a, a weird thing that I read fantasy novels or want to play games set in those worlds, but I read science fiction novels and don't. Right. Uh, so like, do like, and th- so the games that, man, I don't, I know, like, Final Fire Emblem, the new one, kind of had a moment at the end, but is that, like, a spoiler or what? Well, We're... I mean, it's been out for long enough that if even if it is a spoiler... <laughs> right, well... People, people have had time. I guess skip ahead if you haven't got to the end of Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses, I guess. Um, all right, so the part where it skips to, like, the future, or it's like you go... You find, like, it was actually, like, a futuristic part of the the world or whatever right um that like i think i was telling you before that game came out like i want to find emblem set in like now like i know that would probably just be like what advance wars <laughs> yeah pretty much but uh i really would love to see that like a like a re just give me like a reskin modern day like fire emblem like you know and i uh i 
I hate to keep bringing up Cyberpunk, but I think Cyberpunk does that so well, dude. Where it's it feels like you're playing ESO, but it's just reskinned, and you can make a rogue, but like you know, you don't have to be like a person with a hoodie on. You know, like usually the rogue is like a cape and like a dagger. Right. You can yeah. be that same thing in Cyberpunk, but like it kind of just gives you like a like a new feel. Like wow, this is like modern day rogue like you don't have to i don't know dude like and the and the mages in cyberpunk are kind of like the people that just want to hack so you can just like hack everybody and not even like pick up a gun um it just uh i don't know and like i said i want to stress too like i love (laughs) elder scrolls stuff um i just i guess i just want to see more uh i don't know more present day I don't. I, I think that's fair too. Like when I hear you say it, I'm sort of like, yeah, I could get down with a fire emblem that's at like current times. So you know, and I, I, I also like not that I brought it up this week, but I'm slowly making my way toward through the original fire emblem. So, um, I mean, playing that game is rough, and I, you know, that makes Oof. me want to play something more current. So, but uh, I think you know, I think if anybody wants to like reach out, let us know what you're feeling about like you know old medieval type stuff versus like current or futuristic. I would be curious to see where people think. Right. And I think, uh, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for something like Fire Emblem being so niche, like, you know, do they lose any of their fan base if they change it up so dramatically? Right. And that's what I wonder if they were trying to do this last time, like hint that like, hey, we want to kind of, you know, tinker with this, vibe some more but we're not going to like fully go in on it because i was kind of more upset that it was like pretty much that last that last act and that was it and i was like dude i wanted like a whole fucking chapter of that yeah i agree (laughs) kind of abrupt right Uh, it felt almost like because that's why i was asking you i was like did did your ending have way more like future or not because mine was like one battle and that was it and i was like uh, mine was very similar because we played different houses right so I, I don't know. Like it'd be, it would be cool if you started out in the present day and then it swapped to the old school because then it would like handle both people. Um, and uh, real quickly, Shimagami Four kind of did that same thing where you start off in like mm-hmm. what you think is olden days, and then you come through like this like hole, a crack in the whole wall, and it's like it's modern day Japan. You're like what the yeah. hell? Like. Yeah, <laughs> but but it was good though. So yeah, I remember. And then we'll like, you know we're waiting for five forever. Oh my god, dude! I I just yeah, Super gonna be five. That's gonna be one that I'm gonna be a hundred percent focused on because you know that modern day setting and yeah, RPG. <laughs> and being such a fan of the franchise, like modern day setting or not, like I'll be in on that one too. Yeah. So. I mean, that battle system is punishing, but always fun. And satisfying. Right. I think that pretty much wraps up episode two, unless you have anything else to add. Yeah, man. I think I'm good. That's uh, all the games. You know, we talked a lot about uh, Cyberpunk, I feel like. But uh, yeah, dude. (laughs) And I think we probably will in the future. So uh, we'll uh, keep everybody updated on episode three, because with the holidays coming up, I'm not sure what our recording schedule will look like. Right. But it won't be too long, and uh, hopefully everybody has a very happy 
whatever holiday you celebrate and uh, stay safe as the vaccine is now starting to make its way out into the masses. Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> so uh, thanks a lot for joining us and we'll catch you next time. All right. See ya.